Broadcasting from the 72nd floor of First Canadian Place in the heart of Toronto's financial district, this is Hashtag Finance, the podcast that profiles innovative entrepreneurs and thought leaders operating in the public markets. Presented to you by the CSE, the exchange for entrepreneurs. Welcome to a fine 2020 edition of Hashtag Finance. I'm your host, Barrington Miller, from the Canadian Securities Exchange, and I am here with Cultivar Holdings, um, Dr. Rahul Kushwar, is that right? Did I pronounce it right? Um, CEO, director, uh, the man who runs everything, uh, as far as uh, the rumors would tell me. Um, and we're here to learn a little bit about what they do. Welcome to the 72nd floor on top of First Canadian Place. Thank you. It's a pleasure being here. Why, why are you here? Why are you here today? Well, I'm here to talk about cultivar and to talk more about the impairment solutions that we have developed for cannabis and alcohol. So, I have a, I have very limited experience um, with the knowledge of companies that are involved in that space. Uh, there's one another one that's listed on our exchange. Um, but what's your what does your company do? Why and why is this important? Okay, so um, I mean that's a question we get all the time. Because first and foremost, you have to understand the difference between impairment and having some THC in your system. So just because you got THC in your bloodstream does not mean that you're going to be impaired. Not only that, actually a few months ago, U.S. Congress came out with a report that said there is no definitive evidence to actually even support that levels of THC have a correlation with impairment. And at the same time, um, a few months ago, there was a case, I believe, in Nova Scotia, where somebody was charged based on their THC levels in their bloodstream, but at the end of the day, they walked free from the court because there was no evidence of impairment. So what it actually means at the end of the day is that, great, you can develop devices, which companies are, and they're doing a great job at it, mm -hmm. for measuring levels of THC in your breath, but yeah, they're just measuring THC in your breath and they're not identifying impairment. I just want to make sure that our listeners and our viewers understand we are not advocating by any means um, operating heavy machinery or anything with uh, THC in your bloodstream. We are just discussing the facts. So just want to make sure we have that uh, that clear. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, that's where, uh, for us, I mean, the journey started almost two and a half years ago. We started to uh, develop a technology to identify impairment. And that's what we have developed. We are actually looking at a few hundred parameters on your voice and, and on your face. And when I say uh, parameters on your face, I'm not talking about if you're looking stoned or not. Right. It's going far beyond that, which I cannot disclose right now, of course. Um, that's here in the patents. Um, and based on those parameters, we can actually make a decision to identify if someone is impaired or not. So in the end, it's about identifying who's impaired and who's not. And our technology is designed to identify both cannabis and alcohol impairments. I can understand the, uh, the interest with uh, workplace uh, employers as well as police, police forces, um, high schools, <laughs> junior high schools. Like, let's, let's be honest, it's, uh, it, it really is out there. Um, are, you, are you in discussions and talks in both sides of, on both sides of the border? 
Um, so actually, uh, we have just signed two agreements with two multi-billion dollar players. One is with a IT company called Tech Mahindra. They're a $6 billion company and they're public. And they were ranked among the top 20 IT companies by Forbes. So they work with a lot of Fortune 500 clients and they have actually signed an agreement with us for our technology because that's where their interest lies. They have a lot of clientele which face this problem of impairment and there are no solutions. And that's why they see this as a strategic fit. Um, along with that, uh, we have also signed an agreement with Hindalco. It's one of the largest aluminum players in the world. Mm -hmm. For them, the interest lies in mining. Because think about a mining environment. People are going into a mine. What if there is an accident just because someone was impaired under the influence of cannabis or alcohol? Had so, sorry, sorry to cut you off. Um, your, your device, I'm assuming it's a device, uh, also tests alcohol. Exactly. So, they, are the mechanics the same? Are they... Uh, are you able to just give us a little bit on how it works and what the differences so, would be? So it's about identification of certain unique parameters that are associated with alcohol versus cannabis. So when I'm saying alcohol, what it means is the system has the ability to identify who's impaired under the influence of alcohol versus who's impaired under the influence of cannabis. And of course, when you talk about a workplace environment, I mean, just talking about alcohol, you just cannot pull out a breathalyzer and say, guys, starting now, everyone is going to be tested using a breathalyzer every day. Right. You just cannot do that. But when it comes to a non-invasive technology where there is no contact with the individual you're testing, it's something which can be seamlessly rolled out in workplace. And that's what we are talking about with our AI, with our AI-driven technology to identify impairment. How long does it take to get the results? Um, it takes around 15 seconds. Wow, <laughs> well, wasn't expecting that. Uh, let's let's branch out into AI mm -hmm. and your company and and you. How did you get into it? What's uh, what's what's the AI that's running it? Everyone hears about artificial intelligence in the news. But how does it play into the cultivar strategy? So when it comes to AI, I mean, especially it, it has become one of those buzzwords that everyone is throwing all yeah. over the place. So. Um, a lot of companies, for instance, claim they're doing AI, but no, they're not. They're doing which is what is called basic machine learning. What we are doing is something which is called deep learning, and that is true AI. So it's about, uh, let's say, looking at collection of data and developing models which you can use to uh, really remodel that data and identify what associates with impairment and what doesn't. So uh, it's really a lot of data-driven work. And uh, we have actually started on a study with over 3,500 participants, which is going to be the largest study of its kind ever conducted on this planet when it comes to impairment. Is the study just in Canada? Is it U.S.? Is it worldwide? Is it? It's, it's global. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Let's just leave it at that, yeah. <laughs> uh, you mentioned study, mm -hmm. and uh, you are a, an esteemed doctor. Uh, research scientist who's now the CEO and director of a public company. Mm. There seems to be a huge gap between the doctor studying and researching on one side and the CEO sitting here before us. How did you get here? What's that? What was that journey like? Okay, so before I, I guess I came here, um, at first I was oh, a bad... Sorry, when, before you came... Before I evolved. Went into the public markets oh, okay. and started working with Cultivar. Yeah. Um, I was actually a professor at the University of Ottawa and a scientist with the National Research Council of Canada. 
And I mean, even there, it was about solving problems. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, coming up with solutions that are based on real science, evidence-based approach of solving problems. And with cultivar, I mean, that's precisely what we are doing. I mean, at the end of the day, when we are developing a solution, which let's say our technology, we are making sure we have that kind of data to support it. We are making sure we are doing the kind of studies that have never been done, which are going to be supporting our technology, such that even beyond workplace, when we talk to law enforcement agencies, we can show them real science, real data behind our technology. So uh, from that standpoint, I think you can draw a lot of parallels between what I was doing back in the day and what I'm doing right now, except for the fact now it's also about managing expectations. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, your board and shareholders yeah. and uh, share price and all of those other wonderful things that come with being a publicly listed company on the Canadian Securities Exchange. Mm -hmm. There's my plug. Uh, so what's what's next? What's uh, what's the forward-looking uh, vision for Cultivar? I know you are involved in Jamaica. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about JA. Okay. So uh, in the cannabis space, I mean, we have seen what has happened over the last few months. Uh, the biggest roadblock that everyone is identifying in this space is that it's turning into a commodity. That how cheap can you grow so that you can make money on it? Right. And that's where I think Jamaica is the silver lining there. I mean, it's one of those jurisdictions where you can grow cannabis cheaply. And at the same time, from a regulatory standpoint, they have a relative good framework there. And that's the reason why we are operational in Jamaica, because there are game planners to start small, to mm -hmm. prove our profitability in a small piece of land and then grow from there onward. So we are not saying that we'll be going in Jamaica and let's say building a huge facility. What we are talking about is we'll prove ourselves on a small parcel of land and then just keep on replicating it. We want to be profitable in Jamaica. So in Jamaica, you will be growing and, and selling any exporting or just strictly staying... So with Jamaica, uh, it seems like they are uh, nailing their export strategy, and it should be nailed within the next few months. And of course, at the end of the day, you want to be uh, exporting as well, especially when it comes to oils to EU. That's where the big market is. Right. Um, we were just there for an investment conference, uh, myself and our uh, senior VP, Rob Cook, sponsored by the JSE, who we have a very good work working relationship with. And yeah, I met with the, the CEO of the... Um, Cannabis Licensing Authority, CLA, and they too echoed your comments and sentiments saying that uh, the export initiative should be mm -hmm. happening within the next few months. Yeah. Uh, I like the framework that they have down there, um, and I do think it's a good training ground for, mm -hmm. for somebody like Cultivar. Now, you have one of the most interesting stock symbols. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised that it was still available. Um, Sorry. <laughs> uh, for those that don't know, it's uh, it's cult, uh, C U L T on the C S E. There's some wicked branding that you can do behind that. Have you guys given any any thought or any uh, any teasers you can let the public know? <laughs> I mean, not much really. I mean, we didn't really give a lot of thought behind it because it's cultivar. So let's just use cult for that. So that's what we did. But at the end of the day, I mean. Our aim is that we are developing real businesses, whether it's AI or Jamaica. So um, at the end of the day, we want to be profitable and, of course, revenue positive with our both arms. And I do envision that to be happening within the next, well, so for instance, with our technology, we are aiming to launch a technology for workplace within this year because we oh, have wow. gone beyond that initial phase of development and filing patents. That's all been done. So it's about two verticals, which are going to be revenue positive at the end of the day. 
So under your under the holding company under this uh, this now ever expanding umbrella, is there anywhere else that you or your team have started looking? You're you're in AI. You're in Jamaica. Um, you're doing a, a testing for for impairment. Like there's, there seems to be there seems to be just the wide open, a wide open for cultivar. Is there where else are you looking, or what other regions might you be looking at? So right now, um, these are essentially the two verticals we were focused on. Yeah. Because when you're talking about impairment, I mean, it's really a, a global issue. And especially considering what we are tackling, it's both cannabis and alcohol. So even in jurisdictions where cannabis is completely illegal, I mean, alcohol is being consumed, right? Right. And it's a big headache, especially for uh, employers. Let's say whether it's manufacturing, mining, think of aerospace. I oh. mean, the last thing you want is your pilot to be impaired under no. cannabis or alcohol. No, it's true. And uh, bringing out breathalyzers every time is not feasible. But rolling out a technology like this is. So our bigger vision is when it comes to this technology, it's not just about uh, monitoring individuals. What if we can roll this technology, let's say, into a car, into a plane, into any any equipment whatsoever, such that when you're starting to operate it, that equipment is going to scan to see whoever is operating if they're impaired or not. So we are we want to disrupt this space, and we are fairly confident that with the technology we have developed and what we have with us, we can disrupt this space and bring a lot of value proposition to the entire world, especially in the context of impairment. Well, this has been a wonderful, wonderful interview. Uh, thank you. Thank you for shedding light on uh, the direction of the technologies of where this industry is going and growing, no pun intended, um, and we appreciate you. Uh, for those that also don't know, Cultivar opened the market today on uh, on our exchange, so you can find their symbol, C-U-L-T, on uh, the Canadian Securities Exchange. Thank you for another episode of Hashtag Finance. I'm your host, Barrington Miller, and thank you, Rahul, for joining. Thank you. Pleasure being here. We're social here at the CSE. Each and every day we'll keep you up to date on trending topics that investors are talking about, such as cannabis, blockchain, and esports. Follow daily CSE news and events on your favorite social media platform, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. You'll find exclusive interviews with leading entrepreneurs from a variety of industries, thought-provoking stories from across the world of finance, and updates from CSE events taking place worldwide. Join the conversation and connect with us today. 